afford to be here. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away. A song away. A song away. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me, we're recording at my house. I call it the Rock Room. Is that pretentious? It's got all rock stuff in it. <laughs> yeah, just igneous, sedimentary. <laughs> uh, she's back again. She was here uh, last year, just a, a year ago. We, yeah. we did the all Beatles vinyl episode. We did. That was and, so fun. And then people told me that uh, the turntable was playing too, a little too fast. <gasps> oh. But we didn't notice it when we were recording. No. It sounded fine to us. No. So that, my my ears were hearing slower. Yeah, so that was the balanced out. <laughs> that was the only complaint. Everything else was good, but please welcome uh, Dara McGarry. Hello, Hi, Dara. Pat. Hi, Pat. How are you? I'm good. Now, for new listeners, how are you? <laughs> I, I'm still good. Is it, getting, uh, is it getting warm yet for you? Yeah, I know. I'm feeling toasty. I know. Thank you. So in a minute, you're going to be like, turn that off. It's too hot. And then I'll turn it off. <laughs> I'll start sweating. So Dara's in town. She comes. She lives in London. I do. How long have you lived in London? Collectively about eight years. About eight years. When is that going to be your home? Are you going to remain in London? I feel at home there. That feels like home. Do you, will you need to get dual citizenship? Yes, I will. You and will. I, I will do that. I will apply for citizenship in February. Okay. So then I will have two passports. Can you still vote in elections here currently? Yes, yes I can vote here in elections and I can vote there, once I get citizenship. Gotcha. And do you still vote here? Do you get an absentee ballot? I do. All right. Excellent. Send That's good. Mail. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've been there about eight years. You have your own little flat. Do you call it a flat? That's what they call it? Yes. Is it, it's, it's not really, it's not an apartment building, right? No, it's a, uh, it is a, it's a purpose built building. Mm-hmm. So it was made for flats and there's about six or eight. Is there, so it's not big. Is there anyone above you? Yes. Upstairs, Claire. Upstairs, so it's like a it's like a, a duplex. Yes, yeah. Right, and yeah. you're on the you're on the bottom floor. I'm on the bottom floor. Uh, Claire and I tend to have a an annual Christmas party upstairs, okay. downstairs. So you can just you can you can go downstairs for a while. You can wander yeah. upstairs. We go upstairs, see what's going on. That's then pretty come cool. Back downstairs, yeah. Is uh, are you and Claire of uh, women of the same age? We are. We are indeed. And mm-hmm. who was there first? You or Claire? Claire uh, predates me by about six months. And did you meet right there at the apartment? Yes. Fast yeah. friends? Fast friends. She sent me a welcome card. Hey, welcome to the neighborhood. And then I invited her down for tea because okay. I, I hear that's what English people do. Okay. And did you have any type of a biscuit? I a did crumpet? have. What did you have? Biscuits. Yeah. Biscuits. A biscuit, which is not, you know. It's like not a, a biscuit. No. It's, it's not, not like, like McDonald's with a, an egg and a it bacon. It wasn't an egg McMuffin or McBiscuit thing, whatever okay. they have there. No, it's, it's, a, it's a cookie. A cookie. It's a cookie. Love it. Yeah. But you... Kind of need to have something with tea. Yeah, you have to. Serve you can't dunk with tea. it though. That would be no no go. It depends on the the biscuit. Depends on the company. Right. So yeah, All this right. was we didn't really know each other. This was the first meeting, so no dunking on the first meeting. And is uh, was she a single woman? She is not entirely single. Okay. She's, she's slightly attached, I believe. I get it. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Friends with benefits. Yeah, I think she's got a special someone, special guy. Yeah, or a special girl. I don't yeah. know. Special yeah. guy? A special guy, yes. Okay, special yes. guy. Yeah. So, uh, well, that's great because then you're, you know, you're in this place and if you, uh, if you need something, you, you got someone there to check on you and you check on that person. Yes, yeah. So we kind of keep an eye out on each other's uh, 
I worry stuff. about my single friends out here now that we're getting yeah. to be a men of a certain age. Yes. You know, <laughs> I always say, hey, if something happened to you, I wouldn't yeah. know. No one know. Right. So who do you check in with? Exactly. There yeah. was a great documentary, which I can't remember the name of, about a woman in London who was dead for three years in her flat and no one knew. And okay. Finally, they, they went in to evict her, basically. And they saved her. Yes. <laughs> they were able to bring her back. Is that Back from the dead. dead. Wow. They went in to evict her. Yeah. Hey, man, she hasn't paid her rent in three years. We well, got to get her out of here. Wait, because when you, if, you know, there's a thing in, in England called a TV license, right. right? So you have to pay your TV license annually. Mm-hmm. And if you are watching TV, not paying the license, they will come and hunt you down <laughs> and they send you threatening letters. And I'm like, how did she get by for three years when they're so threatening we without. Hear, here's what I'm wondering in? either everyone in her apartment building is a dick or else. She was a dick, and no one checked on her. Right. It was like that. Was, well, that's the documentary. Weird. Is like, why? How is it that someone can disappear for three years yeah. and nobody? Was she had would, family. What would be the um, amount of decay on that body? Would it be down to bones? Yeah, that's going to be skeletal. It'd just be bone. Everything would be gone, right? Yeah, yeah, because she had left the window open, and uh, no one smelled was, that coming out of the window. Well, she lived in a not great neighborhood near a strip mall, mm-hmm. and I think the dumpsters were kind of behind her flat. Okay, so they smelled of garbage, and they masked yeah. the smell of decay. <laughs> right, yeah. Just Terrific. all blended in together. Now, you're on the first floor of your building. Is it a secure building? Are you safe? I am safe. It's a safe Does, neighborhood. It's a safe neighborhood? Yeah. Neighborhood watch? Uh, yes, yes. Oh, uh, Yeah. Yeah, everybody's watching out for each other. Everyone watching out for each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. We used to have a guy uh, on on our block. He doesn't live here anymore, but he was Fred, and he was our neighborhood watch. Oh. He's an uh, old guy, Fred. Yeah. Then he got a little bit too nosy, and I don't care for that. I know. See, that it, it's a give and take thing. It's the neighborhood a fine watch. line. Yeah. It's a fine line. Like they get up all in your grill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you love it there. Yeah. Whenever I love it in London. I love it there. I've been there seven times. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Pilar's been there 13 times. I think I was with her seven of those, wow. and I love it. Yeah. And I, I wanna, I'm hopefully going to be there this summer and go to Wimbledon. I hope so. Fingers Please crossed. Please come back and visit. Um, Pilar said, uh, Pilar always says, you can just go. I know you love it over there. I go, I would love to, because I'd like to go over and record yes. some episodes over there. Like there's, um, there's the British musicians that don't live here. Right. That if I, you know, planned it in advance, maybe yeah. I could talk to someone. Well, a lot live out by, in my neighborhood or, or near my neighborhood. Like who? Name one. Uh, uh, Pete Townsend, whose photo I'm looking at right now. Huh. On the wall. Um, and I, I think Roger Daltrey lives oh, out there to too. I talk to Roger Daltrey. The, uh, I went to see The Who at the, uh, you don't know this, uh, listeners might. I went to see The Who, they know it. I went to see The Who <laughs> at the Hollywood Bowl twice this year. Uh, the second time, my friend Suzanne knew uh, one of the guys that films the shows. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, whatever you see on the big screen, he's working the camera. Oh, nice. So we got to go backstage. We <gasps> got to walk the stage before the show. We saw <gasps> Pete's guitars. We saw Roger's guitars. And then he said, we can go to catering and eat. He goes, mm-hmm. you can't take pictures or anything in catering. And, he yeah. said, and then he said, and Pete Townsend always eats with the crew. So he will be there. And we sat down at a table. He was like, he was three feet away. Whoa. But we couldn't, you know, we couldn't talk to him. We right. couldn't say anything. But yeah. it was really surreal. It was like, there he is. Does he need salt? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, Pate. Would you like some pepper? <laughs> and then they dragged me right out. 
He sounds exactly like that. He does. Very much like that. So um, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, definitely come out. Take all this equipment with me. For sure. I, 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 I would. This would all fit in one suitcase. I would take all this equipment because people are like, just take like a Zoom recorder. I'm like, yeah, what if it fucks up? Yeah. Then I talked to Pete Townsend and I and then fucked it's, up. Yeah, and then it doesn't work. In, like, yeah, that would you don't no, want that. I take all this. You don't want that. I don't care. This will all it's fit fine. on a carry-on. Goes right with me. Sure. Two computers, a mixing board, mics. Sure. That the fits under setup. the seat. Maybe I set it up on the plane. I interview someone on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. You can plug in on the plane, so I could plug all this in. Sure. What are you doing, yeah. sir? What are you doing? I'm going to record a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Phil Collins was in first class because he maybe come back here. Could you get him to come back here? Send him back to economy <laughs> over the wing. What would happen if you set up your podcast equipment in economy and you saw and Phil Collins was in first class and you went up there and you go, I'm recording a podcast. Would you would you come back and sit next to me and record? What would he say? Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure he'd tell you to fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm just wondering. I would just want to prepare myself for when I go there. <laughs> Now, I, you know, I, I could be wrong because mm-hmm. he is polite. He also grew up in my neighborhood, Cheswick. Cheswick. Cheswick, yeah. Cheswick. That's what it's called, Ches- Cheeswick. Cheeswick. Uh, how far are you from your place of business where you work? I am seven miles from work. And what do you take, the tube? I take a, a large national rail train. Okay. The big choo-choo. Then from there I take a tube. Mm-hmm. And then from there I, I walk. How long does it take? What time do you have to be at work? Oh, about, I sort of roll in about 9.30. And what time do you have to leave your house to get, I burped, to get there at 9.30? Where <laughs> you drank champagne? Uh, yes. Bubbly. But we didn't let Pilar open it. No, no, because we know what happened last time. And we didn't bring it up here. No. We op- opened it downstairs. No. Okay. So uh, yeah, what time do you have to leave the house? 8.40. All right. So less than an hour. Yeah. And then That's is it, and then uh, what time do you get off? Yeah, I usually leave about 7, 7.30, 8. 8.30. And then you get home at 9.30? It, yeah, if I go home, because... If you go home, yeah, what wait, is this? Hang on, stop. What's going on if you go home? I mean, Did you meet a fellow on the tube? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be creepy. Oh, yeah, that happens. You know, there's actually, I don't know what you were talking about. There's a... You're just saying, what if you go, might go to a bar first? Right, or I might To a pub. Or... Get a pint. I might, I might have a pint. I might go see a show. That's true. You do do a lot of that stuff. I see a lot of shows. I might go see a concert. All right, you, and you run. When do you, do you run? Would you run before work? I what? run during work. <laughs> well, then you're all sweaty and stinky after There's lunch. There's a meeting I don't really care for. Then I'll just uh, like ah, I gotta go for a run. <laughs> so you have you have running clothes at work. Yeah, and a shower. There's a shower at work. There's a shower at work. Do you have an office with a shower? Or is it a communal shower? It's a communal shower, which is really awkward when some of the people I manage, mm-hmm. and it's you know it's it's visual effects, so yeah. that's eighty percent guys right there. I've walked into the dressing room and had guys <laughs> freak out saying, I thought this was guys only. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 sorry, guys. I'm your manager and oh, how cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the special effects company you're working for right now. Can you, te- can you tease a, a movie that you're working on? What are you working on right now? Anything? Uh, yes. Yes. I... What if you said no, nothing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just hanging out. Is it getting warm in here already? Yes. Should I turn it back a little bit? Yeah, let's, let's, let's crank it back. Right. Just, you keep just, talking. Just, okay. I, I'm going to tell you that we are working on the next movie in the Fast and Furious franchise. So that, that's number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. 
Fast and Furious Nine. Mm-hmm. Is there a, is there a subtitle? I colon the fastest. I don't know if there's a subtitle. Furiously faster than the fast. Right, really supercharged fast. Is the rock, rock in it? I think. Vin so. Diesel. I think. Yeah, I think they're still the, in because they well they just it. did Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Right. Yes, they did. Which we also worked on that. Did you see? Um, did you see Calvin and Hobbs and Shaw? No, Animated, but that's the one good. I wanted to it's see. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's the big movie you're working on. Yeah, and then also um, one film that might have Dan- Daniel Craig in it in his last appearance. Hmm. Okay. As a spy. Great. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's funny that we're talking about about a lot about London. Yes. Because our band, our band originates band. from the UK. Birmingham. Is this your favorite band? Birmingham. Yes. Um, it, this is my favorite band. This is the band that, when, I, when I'm listening to these songs, it kind of illustrates my early development in the, the early 80s when I was in high mm-hmm. school, formative years. Uh, I had the poster on my wall. That poster stayed on my wall well after I left home. Mm-hmm. And my mom left it up. I, I don't know. Maybe she thought they were cute. Or Maybe. They were cute. They're super cute. And the band's Duran Duran. Yes. Duran Duran. Or as I once heard it on MTV, there was a, a British <laughs> announcer, Duran Duran. <laughs> I thought Duran Duran. <laughs> uh, now, look, even as a guy, I know who the cutest Duran is. I'm going to say, and you tell me if I'm right. Okay. Should I rank them from cutest to, I should do that, I think. I'm going to say the cutest. Okay. You might not, you might disagree. I'm going to say John Taylor's the cutest. Okay, yes. He's number one. He was number one, and I say was, because I don't know if you've seen the latest documentary. Yes, we both watched it. We we did. And now I believe that um, that Roger Taylor (laughs) is the cutest. Right, right. Because because John is really skinny and a little, I don't know, a little weathered looking. He is, yeah. He's still good looking. Very good looking. But Roger has grown into be, being a, uh, what do I want to say? A very m- m- dashing, mature looking man. Yeah, I, I, would, I, would, I would tap that. For example, and I have no problem with my sexuality, so I, can, I don't care about this. Yeah. Um, for example, Led Zeppelin, John Paul Jones is the best looking guy in Led Zeppelin right now. Right. I mean, he just kind of... Age differently. Everyone ages differently. Yeah. I don't know what I'll look like in 10 years. No, no. one knows what they're going to look like. No. But, um, but back in the day, John's number one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Back then. Let's go back in the John. day. I'm going to go okay. back in the day. We're gonna, the I'm, I'm going to list them. John's yeah. first. Yes. Then is it Simon? I kind of went Simon. And I think part of that is the, the appeal of the, the, the singer. The lead singer. Right? Right. Yeah. Then, see, I... I put Nick the whole way at the bottom because he's so feminine. Right. And and seemed kind of aloof, yeah. distant. Right. And now he's combing his hair up and over. Did you notice that in the documentary? <laughs> yes, I did. Like he's swooping it from the back Ooh, and up. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and then- That's when you use bleach so, so all it, the time. Yeah. So is it John, this is back in the day, okay. John, Simon, Roger, Andy, Nick- I mean, Andy's dangerous. He's not real cute, though. Yeah, he was... He's not cute. Yeah, yeah. He's not unattractive. He's just not... He's not poster ready. 
Yeah, and and Roger just seemed kind of innocent. Like remember in yeah. the, the Hungry Like the Wolf yes. video, he just when she grabs him. Yeah, he he's like, Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I believed that. Yeah. So uh but now we go Roger's number one, then John. Yeah. Then Simon. Yes. And then Nick Rhodes. And then Andy's not there. Right, yeah. Andy so, Andy left the band. Yeah. He left the band again. Yeah. He must be he must have made a lot of money being in Duran Duran though, if he's able to leave and be fine. Fine. Yeah, I, I think so, because I think all of those guys seem to have invested well. Mm-hmm. As far as I can tell, I did no one there wasn't a story about They lost it all. Right. Right. You know, penniless, living on the streets. The documentary watch was called what's it called? It's it's a play on the song Something I Should Know. Hold on, I'm looking it up. I sent, and thank you, I, I found it and then I sent you, I told you about it and you watched it in preparation for this show. Duran Duran, there's something you should know. Oh, right. It's only yeah. an hour long. Yeah. But it's, but you know what? It's, it's okay at an hour long. Yeah. They don't, they touch the key, they hit on the key, the key albums and they don't really touch too much on the down years. They just, mm-hmm. you know, they just allude to it. Yeah. Then we were, you know. You know, but it's all, right. it's all the highlights. There's not many low lights, but right. it's interesting. It's fun. And yeah. they're all together. They are, they're all in a, that was the they're most all in a car. Part. Yeah. They're in a Citroen. Yes. Yeah. It, it's like a station, mini station wagon kind of, right? Sort of. Well, it was a hatchback, I think. Yeah. They're yeah. all, they're, and they said that's the kind of car they traveled around in to tour. Yeah, it was their first tour bus, they said. And yeah. they are jammed in it. Yeah. Like they look really <laughs> uncomfortable. uncomfortable. And they did the entire... Uh, all of the talking heads part in, there. in that car. Yeah. Nick is in the driver's seat. Simon's in the passenger seat. And then Roger's mm-hmm. behind him and John's behind him. Mm-hmm. And they really, um, they really, I really felt like the four of them get along. Yeah. Yeah. I really feel like everything's cool and mm-hmm. they'll make new music when it's time to make new. I think they have an album coming out in 2020. They'll make oh, new music when mm-hmm. it's time to make new music. And yeah. until then they'll tour and they'll play the hits and they'll do whatever and just have fun. Because like my right. friend Mike Schmidt says, their job is to be rock star. Who doesn't want that job? <laughs> right. I go, I know. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So we're covering uh, all the studio albums. Yes. 14. Yeah, we oh, there were three that you didn't you didn't really know about. So I'll play songs from those. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then you'll say, oh my God, I have to get those albums. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to kick it off with 1981's Duran. Duran. How many did this sell? This, uh, this, is, uh, this is a platinum release. Yeah. This was so good. Yep. It's a good album. It's a really great album. Yeah, and see I heard this I heard Rio first because that you know, being being in America, we heard that was just more widely released right. with MTV and all of that. Right. And then went back and said, Ooh. Hmm, oh, here's the first have? album. Yeah. Right. But yeah, Rio was I mean, that was everywhere. Yeah. You couldn't I mean, MTV it's everywhere. Right. I mean in Duran Duran, there's five people. And then I would say the sixth member of Duran Duran is Nile Rodgers. Yeah, absolutely. And then the seventh member is Russell Mulcahy from yeah. making all these right, videos. Right, the videos, yeah. So with their designer suits, yeah, and pastel colors. I mean, those videos are from the Rio videos are so good. Oh, they're so fantastic. They're just they're just so fun. And yeah. I think in the in the documentary, Russell Mulcahy said we didn't really know weird. We just went out and just shot some cool stuff. Yeah, just uh, yeah, have Simon sit on the uh, bow of the boat. Yeah. and uh, we'll just he's like holding on for dear life. Yes, yeah. <laughs> And then uh, probably those probably mainly came, uh, what do I want to say, uh, to fruition in the editing bay. Yeah. Whoever cut those yeah. was doing a great job. Uh, yep. And that must have been, 
That, that was such an art form back then. I mean, I they were a lot they, of video music videos were just shooting a bunch of stuff yeah. in a location, mm-hmm. and then somebody slaps it together, so it looks interesting. I mean, I feel like those Duran Duran videos really set the tone for that quick cuts and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, yeah. like you. And the thing is, like back then, you couldn't. Not a lot of people had a VCR. You weren't taping a video and then pausing it to look mm-hmm. at stuff. Yeah. You had to. You had to watch that. You know, thirty-five times. You'd be like, "Did you see that? Oh my god, I got to watch it the next time it's on and yeah. see it." But it was the first videotape collection of videos. With Duran Duran, there yeah. you go. I still have a bunch of those type things on. Uh, I think I have one right behind me, mm-hmm. right up there. The uh, the police. Every breath oh. you take, the DVD. That's all their videos. Oh, I know. Well, that's nice. All right. So the first album's self-titled Duran Duran. Yeah. And we're starting with you. What's your first song? Uh, my first song would be. It's got to be Planet Earth, right? Got to be Planet yeah. Earth. Has to be. Yeah. Let's hear it. Can you- song still makes me want to dance. Yeah, it's really good. It also makes you sing off key, which yeah, right. is really... Yeah, I know. It's like weird. <laughs> the playlist for this is, it says Duran Duran Dara. <laughs> Dara Dara. Love it. It's yeah, so good. The energy in that song is so good. but And it reminds me of coming out of sort of the, the the punk era where there was a hyperactivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But then they were also, if you look at the videos, very new romantics, you know, mm-hmm. puffy shirts and and lots of eye makeup, lots of ruffles. I, I don't really know what to call, I don't know what to, I don't know how to classify like this album. I don't know what, let's see what they, let's see what Wikipedia calls it. Because I don't, I mean, is it dance music? I don't know. Is it new wave? I mean, it says new wave synth pop. Dance rock. <laughs> they just well, they just put all the labels. Put all on the, yeah, they just put everything in there. Okay, it it, it fits in all of them. Yeah, it's kind of hard to classify. It is. I don't know who. I don't know who I would say. Oh, Duran Duran is like this band. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't you know who I would say with that album because I think since they were coming in towards the end of New Romantics, mm-hmm. so that was really more about the style. Yeah, and the music itself. But but they had style. They had. They did have style. Well, and they were really cute as yeah, well. They were but cute. So Fab the, Five. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were hot. <laughs> uh, but then the the music itself just seemed on that album is really dancey. Yeah, it is really dancey. There's some rock stuff on there too. Yeah. So you you, you well, you made me dig really deep because uh, I let you pick all your songs first, and then yeah. I looked at your list, and I was like, mm-hmm. all right, well now I got to really dig deep here. Yeah. But uh, my first song from. Self-titled Duran Duran album is called Anyone Out There. Tune. I love that. I know it's a great tune. 
It was hard to pick on it these early albums because there's so many. I just love them. Um, and how many have you seen Duran Duran in concert? Yes. Yeah, how, yeah, I how did. How many times? Uh, only once, believe I, it or not. I've only seen them once too. Yeah. I'll talk about it when we get there. But what, okay. year, what year did you see them? That would have been, I think that was 94. 94? I think. So that would have been around the... Uh, Oh, that would have been like around the big comeback self-titled Duran Duran album. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, was probably yeah. a good it time was, to see them. It was that one. And they said it was the first concert. I think it was like a warm-up concert before the tour. Oh, before the big tour? Yeah. Where, what location Chicago. was it? Chicago. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Were they good? Oh, it was great. Because <laughs> they had so much energy. I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. They were excited about it. They were excited it. about the new album. And I think, uh, which song was it? It was... It was come undone. They mm-hmm. said it was the first time they had done that live. That's amazing. And it was it was perfect. I oh, I loved that. All it was right. good. Great backup singers. I'm sorry I asked that so soon. I'm sorry. We're so far away. <laughs> Getting from ahead that. of ourselves. All right, your next song is this. I believe this video has some nudity in it. Well, it's a bit. Yeah. I think so. Just Hello, bad nudity. Ah. Some knickers. And this this is and there's so many of their songs that just the opening sounds. Even though it might not be specifically notes, but the sounds that start the mm-hmm. song, like you just know, All it's right. classic. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna turn it up first because I don't want to fade up and not hear the opening. So now now I'm gonna play it. Here we go. And then you know what it is instantly. That's a camera. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's film? Now it would have to be girls on Instagram. Instagram, yeah. Walking hand in hand across the bridge at midnight. Head turning as the lights flashing out are so bright. Then walk right out to the fall line track. There's a camera rolling on her back. On her back. And that's the serism humming in a frenzy all the way down her spine. These first two albums produced by a guy named Colin Thurston. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, he knew what to do with these guys. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. This Colin Thurston. (laughs) Is it Thurston Howell III? (laughs) This next song, I did not know until I saw them in concert. Okay, I'll just tell you. I saw them in concert in 2004, 2005, mm-hmm. when they regrouped with Andy. Right, It was yeah. and Roger. It was all the original members. Yeah. The album was Astronaut. Yeah. And I didn't even know that they played this song live that night. And I was like, what the heck? What is this song? This is amazing. And it was from the first album. And that song was Careless Memories. Oh, I love this one. But live, it was so amazing. Just after you're gone. Was it this fast? My sense is shown. I believe it was fat. I mean, it was so rocking. Yeah, yeah. So damn long before I feel how much my eyes are darkened. Fear hangs the plane of gun smoke. Drifting in a room. So easy to disturb. 
Said with a girl's memory, as like you know, like girls. Can't it's a misheard anything. lyric, Dara. I'm finally uh, figuring out why Andy Taylor um, has some money. Is at least uh, so far on the first two albums, it's shared writing credit. All songs written by Duran Duran. Right. So okay. there, everyone's getting some mailbox money. Yep. Yeah. I kind of think if you're a band, that's the way it should be done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always think you know. You know, when I hear it, when Aerosmith, it says it's written by Tyler and Perry, I'm mm-hmm. always like, well, they didn't write the bass part. They didn't come, yeah, up, with, did they yeah. come up with the drum beat. And the, I mean, I think it has something to do with lyrics and melody and, and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, uh, everyone has input. Right. It's a collaboration. Right. right. I mean, and if one guy's not pulling his weight, then mm-hmm. take then his fire him. then take his name off that <laughs> particular song. But you know. take him out of the band All right, publicly. M- moving on. Rio. This is now. This is the. This is still their biggest album. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is the one. Like, if someone goes, "I've never heard Duran Duran before," you'd say, well, "You got to go get Rio." Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that they didn't because I, I think a lot of their albums are great, but this is the one. This was the the thing. This is yeah. This is what made them. This is a sophomore surge, not a sophomore slump. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. This was this was big, and this was so influential. And of course, with the videos, um that were that set the tone like Rio the um the video for Rio I think I got an eating disorder because hmm. I wanted to be as that, absolutely skinny as the girl in the uh were you skinny all the time uh yeah pretty much but I mean and I went to a girl's school everybody had an eating disorder you, you shouldn't uh, you should have just done cocaine <laughs> I, did, I just couldn't I had no access uh, all right. we we did uh this there was a diet candy that we used to eat in what high school. What was it called? Uh-huh. So it was, it looked like a little piece of fudge. Okay. So it was chocolate. Is, is it called AIDS? Yes. Yes. It's, but it was A-Y-D-S. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, Horribly named. But I mean, this was before. Yeah, it was before AIDS. AIDS. But uh, yeah, once that happened, then it, it just disappeared. So you would, eat, you would eat that and it would uh, suppress your appetite? Yeah, it was supposed to expand in your stomach so you felt full. I love candy. I would have eaten a whole handful of those. Yeah, well, we, I, we did. <laughs> and then didn't expand eat. expand in your stomach so you can... That sounds safe. Sure. Sure, yeah, that's yeah. good for, for a teenage girl <clears throat> to be a you know, growing, growing child. Yeah, not good. Uh, so Rio, Rio comes out in 1982. And uh, what's your first song? Oh, and that first song is Rio. I was in on the beach in Florida. <laughs> okay. I met a guy named Mike. Not Mike Siegel. <laughs> it's always Mike Siegel if you meet a guy. <laughs> and I told because I was on TV that week. That's the week I did a, a CBS movie of the week. Oh, we're going to hear about that. And I was convinced that. this song was about me. It was about you. I think I started signing like letters and stuff, Rio. <laughs> That's what you do though when you're a kid. I write, yeah. I signed a girl's yearbook. I, I, I wrote some French uh, Billy Joel lyrics mm. in her yearbook. Copied mm. them right from the lyric sheet. 
sounds kind of sweet. These uh, these numbers, these sales numbers on Wikipedia can't be right because it says Rio only sold two million copies in, in the U.S. It's got to what? Be, it's got to be more than that. It has to be more. It than has that. to be more than that. That's stupid. Come on, Wikipedia, don't fuck with us. Uh, I went with Hungry Like the Wolf. Oh yeah, it's another great video. It's hard not to choose the hits off this album. I know. And there's so many. Right. Is that the part where she pulls Roger over? I think so. And he looks scared. Don't touch me. <laughs> Oh, and then Simon's crawling through the jungle. Yes. Oh, yeah, and then they're lost in the crowd. Trying to find a a small local guide to help them. It's got some uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark feel to it a little bit. Yeah, and they all look really sunburned. They they do. They probably probably had some uh, early skin cancer for sure. (laughs) The, um... Also in the documentary, all, all the guys have aged, have, they, none of them have aged poorly. They all look good. They yeah. look older. Yeah. You know, but they, they look good. Yeah. I love when Nick Rhodes is playing like a demo and Simon's just kind of cringing because he doesn't like the vocal. He's like, oh. oh, the vocal's not good. The vocal's not good. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I, I like that. Too. And, and I was so surprised by Simon in that documentary. I've seen interviews with mm-hmm. him before and he it seems fine, like. The lead singer, it's yeah. expecting that persona. But in this video, he just seemed really just kind of precious a, a, a <laughs> little bit and, and, and just overly concerned on, on certain details. Yeah. And it, uh, it was kind of a, an aspect of him that I hadn't mm-hmm. really picked up on right, before. Right, right. And it was kind of charming, but, yeah. but surprising. Yeah, it, yeah, it was nice too. It was like the facade of the lead singer was broken down broken, a little bit. Completely broken. And I loved that. I uh yeah I want to see them again in concert I really Me do. Me too. Yeah. Anyway, when I saw them on the astronaut tour, they played the Staples Center. Oh. Sold out. Whoa. And I've said this before in the show, but again, when I repeat a story, it's for someone who might be a new listener and has not gone back and listened to four hundred fucking episodes. <laughs> but it was the best looking group of people I've ever seen at mm. at a concert. I mean, because normally you go to a concert and mm-hmm. it's you know it is what it is. But everyone was um. I think Fila might be caught in a stairwell. Okay. Hold on a second. Okay. This does not get cut out. I'm not editing. <laughs> this is live. You're trapped cat. in the stairwell. Oh, I'm dear. The cat is trapped in the stairwell. It's crying. Crying like the cat. It's just not hungry like the wolf. <laughs> you can hear footsteps on the stairs. Not editing. Can you hear them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That was brilliant. All right, I'm back. The cat right. was trapped in the stairwell. I know. Uh, what was I going to say? Poor kitty. So yeah, the yeah. the crowd was like, we walked in and I was like, everyone's kind of dressed up. People were dressed up. The girls were dressed yeah. up. The guys were dressed up. Yeah. Everyone looked, uh, there was no like, there was no... Riffraff at this Duran Duran oh, show. Oh no, no, no! People were seriously really cool. there to enjoy Duran Duran Duran. And it's like, oh, this is the first time all five guys. Yeah, it well, was exciting. That was yeah, very special because they'd been apart for so long. Mm-hmm. And then after that tour, Andy left again. Yeah. So it's a bit. I don't, yeah, I, it's challenging. 
They're not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame either, I don't think. Are they? Uh, I don't know. I don't know Should I look that up? You want to look it up? Yeah, yeah. It seems like they have to be. Um, they would have been eligible in 2006. They have to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Duran Duran. Duran Duran. Oops. Oh, that's, that's your phone making yeah. it. Yeah. Throw that out the window. <laughs> Duran Duran inducted Roxy Music in, and that was this year, this past year. Yeah, but they're not in? Mm, I don't think they're in. All right. That's shocking. So how... I feel like they should be. How is it that you get to induct somebody else, but you're not in it? I don't know. Sometimes they they find someone to induct you in in that, that you were influential on. Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, oh, uh, okay. No, no, no. Yeah, that, that makes yeah. sense. Because I, yeah, Roxy Music. Yeah, I'm kind of shocked. Okay, well, then then okay. they will get to play with Andy again if he shows up and plays. Oh, that'd be good. All right. We just played okay. uh, Hunger Like the Wolf, and now it's back to you. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. So now this is a song that uh, I, I loved the video for this one. I found this so incredibly sexual, and it kind of started my... Um, my lingerie fetish. Your experimentation into lingerie? Yes. All right. Merry Widows. <laughs> corsets. You want to say what it is? The chauffeur. Stand bedding heavy behind the front of your dress, all shadowy lined, and the droning engine throbs in time with your beating heart. Sing. sex in the back of a cab. But a cab driver's not a chauffeur. You gotta upgrade your sex game, Dara. I didn't have a lot of money back then. Good song. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I'm gonna admit something to people right here and now. Uh, I, for all these years, I thought, and I would have bet money on it, I thought the Rio album was produced by Niall Rogers. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. Like if you would have said, who produced Rio? I would have said Niall Rogers. Mm. And I would have been been adamant about it. I would have been pissy about it if you tried to tell me it was wrong. I would have bet. bet. I'm I'm shocked, actually. Yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, This song, gigantic hit all over the place. Say a prayer. Save a prayer. I said say a prayer. (laughs) Save a prayer. So many mixtapes with this on it for boys. Was it just like side A was just all save a prayer? <laughs> just over and over on repeat. And then ACDC Hell's Bells and then back to save a prayer. A 
very important relationship early on for me. I, I remember like a special date. Why was it important? Oh, because I got married. Oh, okay. There you it go. Was, and it's not Russ McGarry. Okay. Um, I, You've been married two times? Yes. Yeah. What if you said, no, no four? I'd be like, what the heck? <laughs> All Surprise! right, so. Yeah, so a, okay. So the, the, not, not the McGarry marriage. Uh, I remember a special date and playing this song and, and I'm thinking like, this is, it's so moody and it's so emotional. It's so <laughs> wonderful. And I remember, because he's older still than I am. Uh, and I'm like, oh, this sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> he, was, he can't be the one you marry if he says Duran Duran sucks. I know. It was a red flag. I should have really seen that. How old were you on. when you got married the first time? 22. And how old was this gentleman? 33. 33. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so he was not a... I mean, it seems it's. I mean, it seems like it's in the same... I mean, I know. I mean, it's 11 years, but... It, yeah. He was m- way more of a um, uh, Rolling Stones. Okay, well, guy. that's fine. Yeah. When did those two ages come? Does it sound better? Like, if you're 28, then he's... He's 39. I, I don't know. I don't know when it sounds... It, maybe it never sounds close. Mm, well, um... How long were you married? Oh, gosh. Uh, six years. Okay, so it never got to the ages I'm talking never, about. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. Yeah, no, when you get, you know, it's like if it's you're 80 and 91, then it's like that's cute. There you go. If the, if it get, if it got to that, then it's okay. <laughs> right. Because then you go, cares. well, we've been together 70 years or whatever it would be. Right, yeah. All right. But, you know, if you're like 15 and 26, then it's kind of weird. Yeah. Hey, my kid's 16. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, she's 15. <gasps> you don't want to go out with a 26-year-old. No that's way. Weird. That's just creepy. I call Mike Schmidt. We go over to that guy's house and we kneecap him. Yeah, as you should. And that's what Mike Schmidt would call it. We kneecap that guy, dude. <laughs> uh, now, before we move on to Seven and the Ragged Tiger, which yeah. is produced by Nile yes, Rodgers, they did re-release the first Duran Duran album in 1983, and they put a they put a, a new song on it, and it was gigantic. You probably forget it. It looks what? looks like you're forgetting about it. Oh, what is it? Please, please tell me now. Of course. Please, please tell me now. But it's only on the re-released Duran Duran album. They put more of a glamour shot on the cover. Yeah, yeah. And of course, this is on Greatest Hits packages and all that. Right. But this was a gigantic song. And of course... I love this song, too. Inspired the title of the documentary. Right. There's something you should know. (laughs) Simon LeBon is precious. I like in the documentary where they they liked Simon's voice, but then he had a lyric booklet, and they were like, "Oh, this is all new. This is a whole new level for us." Right, right. Like he writes, he writes songs. Uh, and then there was a part where it was like, you know, Simon, you know, but he's a poet, really. <laughs> Who said that one? I think that was Roger. Okay. Isn't he? Does he sound like it? I don't know. I don't know who that is. Because they had uh, the '80s, good times. I, yeah, it's, and actually, speaking of Seven and the Ragged Tiger, I mean, this is when, of course, with Niall Rogers, you're getting 
more complex production. Yeah. Funky. Yeah, more backup singers. It's going to get funky. Oh, it's about to get real funky. I do uh I do like that there's just one guitarist in Duran Duran and Andy makes all that racket. Yeah. I mean, the the other uh, speaking of Andy, uh, Andy Summers of the Police. I watched uh, I watched a live concert video from the reunion tour the other night, start to finish, and um, and it was just the three of them, and they they make a hell of a racket. Those yeah. three, it was yeah. incredible. Yeah, and very uh, impressed. John's bass playing is is fantastic. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, the mu- you know the bass and the guitar, the musicianship mm. in this band is. I mean, I think. Uh, I think people that know, know, yeah. but I think people that don't know would just be, ah, they're just a posers. They're pretty boys. Pretty you know, boys. It's like, like the 80s equivalent of yeah. the monkeys or something. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. But uh, Seven and the Ragged Tiger, 1983 also. And what's weird is they're starting to get, they're already starting to get kind of sick of each other. <laughs> Which is, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. guys, it's just, it's just started. Right. You're just like two year, two and a half years in, guys. But it's so overwhelming, you know, when you're touring and you can't. It was like almost like Beatlemania. You can't hear yourself, and you can't go out without getting completely. Isn't that what they mobbed? wanted? That's what I always say. Isn't that what they wanted? I think, but I, I think there's a, a tipping point, if you will, where people want. They want to be recognized. They want to be validated. They want people to love them. But then when it comes to the point where groups are like literally trying to tear your clothes yeah. off, then that gets a bit too personal, maybe. I just feel if that's what you want, then that's then you should just <laughs> then you should stand do by it. it. <laughs> jump in the pile and let yeah. those people pull your clothes off. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. All right. Seven and the Ragged Tiger. What do we got, Dara? Okay. So... This one, of course, again, the, the video with the young girls in mm-hmm. the audience. Yeah. and then Maybe too young. Really pretty, pretty. A little young. Small. And then the, uh, the big giant wave mm-hmm. comes out from the, <laughs> from the stage. Yeah, but that was all, that's like digitally in, right? It was, but it wasn't lost on many people. The, the, the wave of, of fluid crashing over the young girls. Uh, subtle. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're talking about the reflex, right? The reflex. All right. Are you flex, saying flex, reflux? Flex. <laughs> Is it acid reflux? Well, you know, in the um, uh, the new the new rendition, they've uh, they say yeah, the reflux. The reflux. The reflex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, someone needs to call them and, and work this into a commercial. But yeah, roll it. Great tune. I mean, look, if you're just a casual fan and you pick up a Duran Duran best of, you're yeah. just going to you're going to love it. You're going to know every song. Yeah. You're going to love it. And this was you can hear the changes that that Nile was making in in producing this album. It was just so much more complex. There's a lot more layers in the vocals. 
And they loved it because they wanted to be taken, they wanted to be considered serious, serious. Yeah. musicians. Understandable. They just didn't want to have their clothes pulled off. Stupid, <laughs> stupid jerks. I'm trying to see if I can find a recent set list. I want to see what they're, they're playing. Here's one from September 15th, 2019. Looks like that's the latest one I can get. How long is that? They do 16 songs. Okay. Hungry Like a Wolf. I Don't Want Your Love. Beautiful Kill. Come Undone. The Reflex. Mm-hmm. Last Night in the City. The Chauffeur. Mm. Ordinary World. Notorious. Pressure Off. Planet Earth. The Wild Boys. Girls on Film. Yeah. Then uh, Save a Prayer. And Into Rio. Wow. It's pretty solid. Okay. That's solid. You, you're getting your playlist. money's worth. Yes, you are. You know, there might be some that they, that they didn't play that you w- want to hear, but that's solid. Okay, so uh, I dug deep for my first pick off Seven and the Ragged Tiger. This is I Take the Dice. I like how he sings. Yes, there are castanets. And I love how Simon's voice, he's starting to get the kind of whiny singing. Yeah, I like, uh, I actually really like his vocals on this album a lot. I really like whatever Nigel suggested Mm -hmm. that he do. It worked. And uh, this album's no slouch. I mean, it's, it's not as good as Rio. Yeah. But it's very close. Like, following up the first album wasn't as difficult as following up Rio. And I think they, yeah. I think they, it had, you know, three big hits. I think, I think it gave mm. the fans what they were looking for. Yeah. So, yeah. And just the production values on it are so really good. good. Mm. And you've got Force. What do you got? All right. So I went New Moon on Monday. How can you not? How could you not take yeah. a New Moon on Monday? But you can but, talk. Specifically for that, this is the whiny voice part. Nice. Kind of sounds like a puppy. (laughs) A precious puppy. So then I started adding that vocal technique to all of my karaoke songs. Are you being serious? Yes. I hope so. Because that was, that was what Simon was doing. Is that Union, right. is Union of the Snake, is that a euphemism? <laughs> are, they be, are they being that blatant? Mm. That's my next song. Here it is. See, I love the guitar on this. Oh, it's good. Together, nothing gets about to break. Oh, oh, oh. Voices in your body coming through on the rain. 
that a snake in your pants? Are you just <laughs> happy to see me? <laughs> oh, your snake's <laughs> peeing. Um, no, it's hissing. I think you just peed your pants, Simon LeBon. Uh, I was checking to see if um, maybe that was Nile Rodgers on guitar. If it is, he's uncredited, according mm. to the, the what I'm reading. That's uh, mm. that is Andy. I'm sure mm. Nile said, "Can you play like this?" And Andy punched him. Said, <laughs> yes. All right. So in the end, the next yeah. thing we get from them isn't on an album, but they get offered to do a song for James Bond. Yeah. And they do, and they they get to do the song for the worst James Bond movie, in my opinion. <laughs> a View to a Kill is unwatchable, but the song is great. Yeah, it's, it's a great. great song. My brother was really upset that it was not included in the documentary. Uh, oh, you mean yeah? It should have yeah. been yeah. yeah. And then oh, did you watch it with your brother? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, yeah, they should have talked about that. This this is a high watermark for any. Artist oh, or any to be band asked to do a Bond theme? I That's mean, huge. I mean, it's how many Bond movies are there? Twenty five. Oh, I, I think twenty five. Okay. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Shirley Bassey's mm. sang oh. three songs, and yeah. a couple people have done it. I think more Adele. than oh, more than once. Just once. Once. Okay. Wait a minute. Do you know something we don't know? No, no, no. I, I honestly, I don't. You know. honestly don't know who's going to do this. Honestly, don't okay. know. Let's listen. Then we're going to talk about that. Okay. Hold on. View to a kill. Meeting you with a view to a kill Face to face in secret places Feel the chill I love his voice when he sings that opening wide. Yeah. Wide, Beautiful. A mystery yeah. caping inside. The weekends wide. Until we dance into the fire. That fatal kiss is all we need. Dance into the fire. So good. Such, such a, a great, great song. song. Yeah. Let me give you some uh, some info on that song. It was uh, written by Duran Duran with John Barry, who did uh, the ah, score. All right, okay. That was, had three producers on it: Bernard Edwards, Jason Corsaro, and Duran Duran. So no Nile Rodgers on this, but Bernard Edwards, and they played this at Live Aid. That was their last. Uh, that was oh. their last performance, final performance together before they split. Ah, the and first they, time. The first time, and yeah. this is a. Uh, yeah, this is they played this at Live Aid. That's pretty cool. Wow, at Live Aid. Yeah, it's okay. A, I mean, look, you're Duran Duran. You're playing a James Bond theme at Live Aid. I mean, how many boxes do we need to check off yeah. of things that you've done? Yeah, I mean, they know they've arrived. Yeah, absolutely, this just is to it. get asked to do it, and they yeah. probably had a, a. They didn't put them on at ten in the morning. They probably had a, <laughs> a, a nice, a nice slot. Yeah, okay. on the main stage. And then they break up, and then we get uh, Arcadia, mm-hmm. and we get Power Station. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard the Arcadia album in full. I had it, uh, and I had the Power Station album because, you know, like I love Duran Duran yeah. so much, and now I've got, you got two separate bands <laughs> that aren't Duran Duran, but oh, still. That's twice as many albums to buy. Oh. 
But Power Station was more rock because John yeah. and Andy wanted to rock. Yeah. And then the other guys, it's kind of like art rock. Yeah. yeah was, 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 Roger, was Roger on the Arcadia album? Or well, was see, just... he kind of did both. He, just, he did he, a little bit of both. He wasn't in, yeah, he didn't know what to do. Yeah, I think he has trouble making decisions and saying no. The only decision he made was to age well. Right. Yeah. He decided yeah. that he would age well. And he did He did that very well. So then after all this stuff, uh, Duran Duran comes back, but it's, mm. it's a different Duran Duran. It's just a trio. Right. I mean, it's a tri- as far as who's on the album cover, it's yeah. just Simon and, um, and John and uh, why do I keep forgetting his name? Nick. Nick, Nick, Nick Rhodes. Rhodes. And let me see who augments because, you know, other people are on this. Uh, additionally, Steve Ferroni on drums, Andy Taylor on some guitars, uh, Niall Rogers on guitar, yeah, Warren yeah. Cucurula, who played oh, with Missing Persons, right. and he he will become their guitarist for quite some time. Yeah, and I'm I saw him. I I know it was him uh, play on that '94 concert. Yeah, yes, yeah, so that's who was with him then. Oh, he's he's great to see live. Uh, I was going to talk about this later, but he, we brought him up, so I'll talk about it now. I don't understand why he's not in the band now. Yeah. I think they just have a session guitarist that tours with them. Right. Like, when Andy doesn't come back, don't you reach out to the guy that's been with you for- He was really good and- for the, And he's good looking. He was cute. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't you just bring that guy back in? Well, maybe they asked and he said no. That's true, but I always wonder who would say no. no. <laughs> like, obviously, obviously, when you're in the slot he was in, you always know, hey, sometimes these guys might want to get the original band back together. And so yeah. I need to know when that happens yeah. that I'm going to be asked to leave. Right. But then you also have to tell yourself, but then when that breaks bad, I want to go right back in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to? Well, what is what is Cucurillo doing now? I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, okay. That brings us to Notorious though. Okay. Ah, oh, yeah. It's a great album. This is a fantastic. See, I think this was really a turning point, where it was. They were just getting serious about music again, mm-hmm. working with Niall Roger, and just getting some serious, serious music out. And it's uh, it's different, but it's the same, and it's great. Yeah, and that that's so important in any with any artist is when you're reinventing yourself. It's not just the same. A slightly different flavor of the same mm-hmm. that that just it, that doesn't work. Yeah, you've got to change with the your the environment around you, with the world, to to make something relevant that that people like. I always say people like bands they'll they'll step out of the box big time and do something way different, and then when that if that doesn't isn't accepted, then their next album they go we we're going back to our roots back to <laughs> yeah. back to the basics. Yeah. We won't step out of the box and then we'll, we'll go back to, I mean, U2 has done that big time. They, yeah. Yeah. They're, they've gone out of the box and then come right back well, around to This is what we do really box. well. Yeah. yeah. And that's great. But do what you do well, but just update it. Yeah. That's all. So this is the title track from yeah. you, Notorious. Notorious. Sounds great in the headphones. Oh, I know. See, now we're getting like more female vocals mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And gasps. And the bass is so funky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, this album is way funkier.
like Capitol Records needs to do a, a nice overhaul of the mm, uh, Duran Duran catalog. catalog. I don't think I know uh, Rio has been updated. I don't, I don't know. I don't mm. know if any other ones have been, but with vinyl and stuff, I yeah. I feel like this this catalog needs to have yeah. an, have an overhaul. Yeah, I I, I think agree. there's an audience for it. Just re-listening to this stuff, especially in the good headphones. Yeah, yeah. Then like, oh, it's so much. It's just so good. I want to hear it. Like, I want it remastered. I want to get some good headphones. I'm excited to get into these these albums that. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, they're well known to Duran Duran fans, but maybe to our listeners who only you know aren't that big into Duran Duran. I'm hoping that we surprise them with some some stuff coming up. But yeah. my first song off of Notorious is a song called "A Matter of Feeling." I just liked it. Yeah. I just, I mean, a lot of times it's just that. It's yeah. just, it, it wasn't a specific lyric. It wasn't the music. It's just, just, I just, like I just like that song. Yeah. That's what it is that's, sometimes. That's, that's a good song. The whole album is great. It really is. And you, uh, you grabbed the second big one. Yeah. Mm. Skin Trade. Yeah. This sounds like Prince to me. It does. Yeah. And you know, the, Duran Duran has some long songs. This song is almost six minutes long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the songs coming up in the playlist are, you know, over the five-minute mark. Right, yeah, that's true. Like, you think, oh, they're just a, uh, you know, a dance pop band. Right, but but then when it, the stuff that's coming out is, yeah. it goes completely against that idea of being a, you know, two-and-a-half-minute pop nothing. Great song. I think the songwriting is maturing too, and I think um, the I'm not getting ahead, but um, uh, it, it you can sort of hear them starting to do more reflection about what they're doing, what their right. purpose is. You know, because the early songs were just about yeah getting girls, and because I mean, even though it's a short period of time. They've done so much in a five-year span that it it probably feels to them like we've been doing this for so long. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Plus, you, you also have to take into account always before the first album comes out, how long were they, you know, in the clubs and trying right, to get yeah. a deal and all that stuff. You know, sometimes yeah. that's years and years and years. So right, that they've already been in the business, as it were, it's right? Just because they weren't famous doesn't mean yeah, yeah. doesn't mean that it wasn't their job. Yeah. Uh, the next song from Notorious for me is called Hold Me. 
drums is what drew me to this one. Oh, right, yeah. That's Roger. It's not Roger. Oh, oh. It's uh, Steve Ferroni. Oh, that's right, that's right, right, Because right. Roger just took a break. Right. Which is, I don't know why. I don't know why he did. Oh, I think he was working on anti-aging regimens. <laughs> Maybe a pure oxygen tent, something. I think in the documentary he might just say, well, I just needed a break. Yeah, One yeah, of those yeah. blanket statements. Right. Four, four winners from Notorious. Yeah. That's such a great album. Rock Solid Approved, Notorious. Moving on to uh, 1988, Big Thing. Also, I like the, I like the Duran Duran, you know, they, they knew how to put an album cover together. Oh, it yeah. It didn't always look the same. Like, Big Thing is just like, you know, the word big and then Duran and thing. But it's, yeah. it's cool. It's like, it's like pop art, this one. Yeah, they had a lot, like the Patrick Nagel one on uh, Rio. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then everybody had to go get a Patrick Nagel print. <laughs> Good for Patrick Nagel. Yeah. So this is uh, this album is still Simon, Nick, John, uh, and then they're, they're called Duran Duran, and then it's additional musicians are Warren Cucurula, uh. Steve Ferroni, and a couple other dudes. But um, I think touring, though, it's Steve Ferroni and Warren Cucurula. I can't say the name. <laughs> Cuckoo. 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 Warren Cuckoo. All right. So. I'm Cuckoo for Cuckoo. This, this song, I think people forget about the one that you're going to play, this first yeah. one. Yeah. I feel like this was a big hit. I mean, I remember hearing this everywhere. Yeah. But and it was it was 1988, so maybe it wasn't as big of a hit as I thought it was, but. I just like, to me, that's like one of the big songs. So Yeah, me too. Yeah. I don't want your love. I'm going to check the charts, see what this did. I'm curious. A nice church organ in the back. Yep. Yeah, this was huge. You went to number four in America. Kill went to number one here. Notorious went to number two. Mm-hmm. And they got I Don't Want Your Love is number four. So, I mean, yeah. they're, they're still viable yeah. on the charts. Yeah. Good tune, good tune. Yeah. Now, I'm going to go off the uh, off the track here, off the rails maybe. Mm-hmm. What? First of all, I, I, I listened to this song specifically because we both used to live in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, so the song is called Lakeshore Driving. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the thing about this song is it's an instrumental. Oh, wow. Yeah. So here we go. Oh, Wait do you hear nice. this. I, and I love it. And I'm not a big instrumental guy. I'm always like, I like the lyrics, but here we go. It's 
like so under-Anduran. I'm just trying to think about what it reminds me of. That time we killed that woman and left her in her apartment for three years? <laughs> she had so much mail piled up. On top three of her. Years. Three years worth is a very small flat. Just this chunky yeah, guitar yeah. and this... Yeah. Simon's taking a break. But I, I love Without it. smoking. Instrumental music yeah, yeah. from Duran Duran. Who knew? Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Instrumental. Thank you, Duran Duran. I got to find out where that sits in the uh, in the running order of the album. That's got to be like last, right? I, it's yeah, that's yeah, be. that's the last yeah. song, last song on the album. Because then, if you're not into that, you you start over. Yeah, which I think is what I. Sorry, um, which it, but I like the tune, and I, it's funny going back and listening to all this again. Um, it my head goes in a completely different space than it would have in you know, 1989, right? 88, 88, 88, 89, um, which is predominantly now. I was like, Oh, I should do sit ups to that one. <laughs> were you in uh, you were in Chicago in 88, right? Yeah, I was. Yeah, did you grow? I forget to where you where did you grow up? Uh, Tennessee, Nashville. When did you move to Chicago? 87. I moved there in 89. Ah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. Your next song from Big Thing, oh, 1988. Yeah. yeah. There's another song that uh, it starts and it's just instantly, you know what song it is from the very first note. All she wants is. All she wants is. Predominantly because that's the title of the song. Yes. This went to number 22 in the U.S., so still top 40. See, I thought thought it was much higher than that. Number nine in the U.K. Ah. Number four in Italy. Yeah. In Italy. This is way more synth yeah. than the uh, than the last last few. Still some cool guitar though. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Warren, right? Warren Cuckoo, Rulu. This is what's playing at the. This is the kind of song that's it's playing at the club. Yeah. When uh, when Steven Seagal comes in, he's looking for the terrorist. Right. <laughs> he's walking yeah. through. Yeah, it's very focused. You know. <laughs> Every time I see one of those clubs in an action movie, I always think to myself, "That that place doesn't exist. There's not a club like this <laughs> ever. This club doesn't no doesn't exist. No. <laughs> there is no accurate representation of clubs in film. Although I did go to the limelight in Chicago when I first mm-hmm. moved there. Yeah. I went with a guy. I was working some day job at some, I don't know, some lone, 
I don't know, some loan office, some horrible job you just want to forget. But uh, we went to the limelight and we literally got separated like 20 minutes after walking in the door and I never saw him again because I just couldn't, there's no cell phone. You couldn't no. say, dude, where are you? Yeah. I just walked around. I couldn't find him. I had, yeah. it was, and it kind of was like this. It actually, it was kind of like <laughs> one of those clubs. There's like so many levels and I'm like, and literally I was like, I, this, I, I shouldn't be here. This uh, isn't for me. That's when you saw Steven Seagal walking around looking for a tourist. Yes, yes. And he put me in a head. I hear that place is haunted. The limelight? Yeah. Is it still there in Chicago? I don't know. Wonder if that's. I don't Wonder know. if it took my friend. Wonder if Slimer. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe Slimer took my friend. Maybe yeah, there's some haunted story that there. I don't. know, There's a fire down the street, and <gasps> they put all the the bodies in in the limelight. I mean, before. I, I mean, that's like in the 1800s. A lot of death in this episode. <sighs> yeah, death. sorry. Ooh, just bringing it down. Uh, my next song from. Uh, this is the thing that I want to edit out all the time. This is why I don't edit because if I listen to this. See, when Kyle's here, I ask for a song and he plays it. Yeah. But when I'm playing the songs, I do this thing where I go, my next song is, um, and I'm looking at it. I'm looking at what it is. Why am I doing, uh, and it's annoying. <laughs> like if yeah. you play a drinking game to that, right, you'll yeah. be drunk after three songs. <laughs> right, right. So be thankful that we don't play a song okay. for 20 minutes when you're playing your drinking game. Right. All right. <clears throat> what you got? I'm going to try not to do that for the rest of the show. My next song off Big Thing is Too Late Marlene. Again, love the vocal. Too smooth. Too smooth? Did you say too smooth? No. No, Simon can never be too smooth for me. I love his voice. Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were there. I was there. You've been there for a year. What were you doing? First job in Chicago. Singing telegrams. Would you, uh, costumes? Yes. Um, I had like a sort of a messenger outfit, but I also had a bag lady, a policeman. um, It's not very PC to have the singing bag lady come in, right? (laughs) Let's make fun fun of a homeless woman. It it was fun. Uh, it was fun because uh, a lot of people thought I actually had walked in off the street and was just being... Well, then was it hard to get in sometimes if you were going to down to a high rise? Uh, sometimes, yes. Yeah, so I would have to have someone from the party come and explain what the situation was. But that, that just made it more fun for me. And um, then I was a, the policeman was very popular, but I had a... One was party. it? Uh, forgive me. I know it's the it's the hashtag Me Too era. Was it a sexy policeman? It was sexy policeman. Oh. No, I will say it was it was sexy right. policeman. But there, you go. Uh, there was one party where they complained because they had been told that I would arrive by helicopter. But that's but you didn't. No. All right. It's, Why were they told that? 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure they made that up in their head and mm-hmm. then just convinced themselves that I would show up in a helicopter. And no, you know, this was like a $60 telegram. <laughs> like, yeah. at what point? How much does it cost to rent a helicopter? Uh, I think it's a lot more than 60, yeah. maybe 65. So you get a tip when you do these. What's an average tip back then? Uh, like 20 bucks. 20 bucks is good though. Yeah, that was great. Cause it's 60. You've already made a third of that just in your tip. Yeah. How long do you sing for? Uh, the the entire thing was about ten to fifteen minutes, so it's not that long. And were there were there was there like a song where you would slot like the person's name into that song? Yeah, yeah. There was this canned tunes. Usually it's a happy mm-hmm. birthday, but then sometimes it was a um, like a get well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. There was there was one guy who was an FBI agent who had been shot in some sting, and so his colleagues sent him a get well, and we well uh. Really should have thought about this beforehand, but uh, in in the middle of, of singing this "Get Well" song, I'm realizing that the, the song is just about like you're faking this illness so you don't have to go to work. Great, <laughs> you guys a bullet uh, in them. Yeah, yeah. So that was awkward. <laughs> All right, we are moving on to the '90s. They're entering the '90s. Uh, so this is I, I have to admit this is probably my least favorite album. You know what's funny is I was just going to say that I really like this album. Do you? <laughs> I really do. And now they're full on, um, Warren and Steve Ferroni are full on in the, yeah. is it Steve Ferroni? Let me make sure before I give misinformation. I don't like to do that. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It's Warren and Sterling Campbell. And he went on. Oh, wait, he, wasn't he the voice of Winnie the Pooh? No. <laughs> he went on to play. What if he was? And he went on to play uh, with Soul Asylum. He might play with Soul oh, Asylum now. Okay. But anyway, so, but it's a bit on the cover now. Yeah. It's five people. This is the band. Yeah. The band is Simon, Nick, John, Warren, and Sterling. Yeah. So here we go. Here we go. And you, this is this is the one that you don't care for that much. It's it's probably my least favorite of all, all the, right. the well, albums. Let's, let's, yeah. see, okay. let's see what so, we say after these four songs. Okay. You got the title track. Yeah. Liberty. So, yeah, Liberty. Here we go. Big backup singer person. Yeah, I, I I like the girls. Hello. The what was I going to say? I had something on that. Oh, oh, uh, this was co-produced with Chris Kimsey, who produced a lot of the '80s Stones albums. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. They're still Ooh. working with still working with uh, talented people. People want to still be in the Duran Duran camp. Yep, yeah. And it, I mean, it sounds great. There's just something about it. Just The songs don't grab me as much as the other mm-hmm. ones. That's all. I'll allow it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Let's see if I can do a clean uh, intro of this song. Hey, my next song off Liberty from 1990, Duran Duran enters the 90s. This song is called Serious. Yeah, it really does. At this point, he's been actively recording for 10 years, touring, not 
counting with love day. And he still fantastic. wonder if he was a smoker at all. I don't know. You, you sort of assume anybody coming from They all UK smoke. Or, yeah. yeah. He's the only one that's not from Birmingham. Where's he from? He is from Kenner, which is where Elton John is from. Ah. It's a suburb of London. I've heard of that guy. Did you see Rocket Man? I did see Rocket Man. What'd you think? I liked it mostly. Did you did you not know it was going to be like kind of more like a, a Broadway musical going in? Uh, no, I knew that. Okay, so did I. I knew that part, and I was completely fine with it. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked. Uh, I liked the story. I loved the singing. I loved the way it was interspersed. The sort of. Breaking into musical. Yeah, and it didn't matter what, if if the movie was in the 70s, they they could play a song from any era. It didn't matter. Yeah, it was sort of It was just a fantasy. Yeah, yeah. I really did like, I really loved it a lot. I I loved that part. Yeah, the only thing I was not super crazy about was the narrative being in group therapy while he's slowly taking off a bug costume. Yeah, I mean, it did feel like they were creating something that would eventually go to Broadway. Because you can oh, see, like, right. yeah. you can see the curtain come up on that scene. Oh gosh, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah you're absolutely right. Yeah, I'm I didn't hate that. that aspect, but mm-hmm. I, but, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good, because uh, I'm out of practice. All right. Next up for you. Oh. Uh, oh, oh, we're oh, recording oh, a wait, show oh, podcast. Oh, what? Uh, yes, yes, I know what I'm saying. Yes, so I felt like this song was just sort of a sign of the times. Okay. <laughs> Certainly, read my lips. Kind of a funky song. It is. You got the girl, the breathy voice. I don't think we we haven't hit questionable Duran Duran yet, in my opinion. No. I'm still okay with you're everything. Still okay with yeah, yeah. Even though you don't like this album as much, I think you're coming around to it right now. Yeah, I think I am. Uh, right on this song. This one still makes me want to get up and dance. Please it's- sit down. Please sit down, dear. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I have to dance, even though the the title it just sends me right back to the Bush administration. The Bush administration. Um, my next, oh, just see, I did it. I did it. I did it. Um, uh, God, uh, God dang it! Why'd I do that? Um, I can't get out of it. My next song from Liberty is called First Impression. Say like the fast ones. Warren's a good guitarist. Yeah, oh, Warren's fantastic. A power glory ride Doesn't run with the neighborhood shadows On a dead trip body slide He won't give up I almost chose this one. All right. Yeah. I think it's got a good hook. Yeah, let me know. Uh, you know, 
post on the Twitter, send me an email, tell me what you if you guys like uh, you Duran Duran fans, Duranis, is that what they called them? <laughs> if you guys like Liberty, because I really do like this album. It was yeah. it was one that caught me off, uh, caught me by surprise when I was getting into Duran Duran, which was, uh, you know, I got into these later albums just, you know, three, four, five years ago, these later ones. I was like, hey, I know all this 80s stuff. This is always what I say to myself. Maybe I'd like all their albums. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right, yeah. I yeah. like the hits of that guy. Maybe right. I'd like an album by him yeah. too. Who what, knows? What do you think the uh, the title, Liberty, what, what does that refer to? Mm, I don't know. I wonder if they were on a new record label or they emancipated from their old, I don't know. I don't know. We, we haven't even talked about the uh, the meaning of Duran Duran. Well, I that's from a character from the movie Barbarella. Barbarella. Yeah. yeah. It's the, like the mad scientist or something, I think so, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's and then um uh never mind. <laughs> Stupid joke. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna do it. All right, now three years now. later three years later, they have a they have a big resurgence. Yeah. Okay, so this might actually be my favorite album. This is like a I mean it's a comeback album. It's oh it's totally a comeback. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean they were crap. No. Or or they were but but this is like a big deal, this album. It, and and I think a lot of the reasons why I like it so much and why it is so different is, so again, there's a lot of reflection in this album. Like the the songwriting is about what is the relevance in the world and what's going on in their lives. What there's a lot of changes that have happened. Sort of reflecting on that. You mean like personal personal changes, maybe divorces, stuff like that. Yeah, but also changes in the band. Yeah. Um. It, oh, now I didn't. Um, sorry. Uh, uh, but I think uh, that the songwriting in this is so particularly good and mature, like Very super mature. mature. Yeah, yeah. Like this first song you're gonna play is um crazy. I mean, it's just it's it's like an it's like another step for them. It's like it's very meta. Yeah. Yeah. This is ordinary world. I remember like someone saying, did you hear that new Duran Duran song? And I'm like, no. And then I heard it and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. And when I listened to this song, when it came out, I remember thinking like, okay, They've they've had this career as as major pop stars. They've toured. They've done everything, and now they are okay with being normal people. Yeah, and then writing really good music about it. But also, it sort of paralleled, I think, my own life. Y- you know, mm-hmm. it's like when you're ninety three. What was up? Uh, so in ninety three, so I had gotten divorced. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was moving on, and. That was early in the relationship with Mr. McGarry. Yep. And so that was the uh, the early sort of push-pull, or mm-hmm. do we want to be together? I don't know. Maybe not. And that 
stress and tension. And then 93 is probably when we started to do Crack Me Up uh, college tour, probably yes. the near end of 93. So I took that Russ McGarry away from you. Yes. Yeah. And locked the keys in the car while it was running. Oh my God. That's what you could do back then. You could lock your keys in the car while it was running. That, oh. you, that you can't do that now. There's, how long there's fail safe. A good hour, two hours. Are you having a cramp? What do you got there? No, I'm just you fidgety. A, you're fidgety? Okay. No. <laughs> Are you cold? Is it the, the no. temperature's still good now? Oh yeah, yeah. The temperature's totally good. Heat it up. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't sit still well. So yeah, we lock the keys and it's, it's winter. Yes. Yeah. Big, in Chicago. Yeah. In Chicago. The big van with all this um, sound equipment in it. And so, so we should have just waited. Someone would have broke into it to steal the equipment. And then we could have got back in the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Props from the show, puppets and costumes. What did we do? Was there triple A back then? Did we call triple A? Did you have triple A maybe? Cause you were seemed like more grown up than we were. Not because, have... not because you're no older than me, but I mean, you seemed uh, like you had it to more together uh, well, than yeah. some stupid dudes. I don't know about that, but I, I probably did have triple A because I drove so much for the singing telegrams. Okay. I think that's how we got in. I yeah, I do I remember that calling, AAA. and then they eventually showed up yeah. and, and and like unlocked it. Yeah, it takes them three seconds. I don't know how they do <laughs> yeah. it. What do they but call the, that thing that they would uh, put down in the window? And uh, I don't know. I, I got really good at that. You had one. Well, I didn't have oh, one. But maybe you tried for a while. I think you brought a ha- wire hanger. A wire down. hanger. Yeah, because uh, maybe like, you even opened it. Maybe I can't no, remember. I remember because I remember it. We had to keep looking out the window to make sure it was still there. Yeah. Or, and that it hadn't run out of gas. Because it was too cold to just <laughs> wait out there by it. It was. No, we were up in my, my yeah. apartment yeah, looking what, out. What street would that have been on? That was on, it was in Logan Square. It was on Sacramento and and then a little side street, which I don't, well, it probably has a name, but I can't remember what it, I was just in Chicago for about four hours yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And I went or walked by and took pictures of it. But it's Sacramento near Logan Boulevard. I'm trying to think now. 93, how old was I? I was born in 64. So I would have been... Oh, we're the same age. I would have been 29. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's so funny. At 20... Like, my parents didn't know... From the time I moved to Chicago... Yeah. They had no idea ever where I was, what I was doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. They couldn't call you. Like, again, no cell phones. Right. They just didn't... Like... <laughs> it's funny to me. Like, the only person that knew what I was doing was me. Yeah. And anyone I was with. Yeah. And like, I I, I have so many, I have so many memories, but memories that I've forgotten, but Mm -hmm. like things that only I experienced Mm -hmm. that no one knows about. Yeah. Isn't that bizarre? It is weird. I think that's, and now when I'm texting with friends or they go back over, oh, he sent me a text. It was, you know, it was like three years ago. Let me go back and look at that. Yeah. Conversations. But back then, yeah, we had entire lives that no one else knows. No one else knew about. Yeah. That was crazy. We didn't know what time you got home, what time yeah. you were getting up, what you, what you were going to eat, how yeah. you were going to pay rent. I mean, it's just, it's really, it's really crazy. <laughs> like, it's like, I never want my kids to do any of that. Right. Yeah. Live like that. Yeah. But it was cool. I liked it. It was cool. It was cool. But like, I don't even know, I don't even know what hour of the night it was. I don't know what time I'm talking about oh, the, the incident that, that I'm talking about. I think it was in the morning. It was light. Okay. It was a daylight. See, in my mind, it was at night. Oh. Because that's, that's why we funny. were more worried because it was nighttime. Oh. I don't know. Was I dropping Rusty off at yes. your house? Yes. And then I was taking this van somewhere? I don't even know. 
Yeah, yes, you were dropping him off. So somebody, because you guys always went in threes, didn't you? Yeah, with, with Heffron or um, Brian McCree or uh, a, a guy named Jason Russell, who I hated, um, or uh, uh, Joel Zimmer sometimes. Yeah. yeah it was, so I, I feel like you guys had dropped off somebody, and then you were dropping off Rusty. And okay, then, and then the, I was probably driving to Oak Park and just going to park it in my apartment. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, but you, I think you had come up with Russ to say hi to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we left. And why then it was we like, the, oh. And we were double parked too, I think. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it was just. This is Chicago. You can't park anywhere. No. So right. it was like a, like a, by a hydrant or something. So stupid. Thank you for indulging us in our, in our <laughs> memories, people. <sighs> that was fun. Okay, wait, where are we? Uh, you played Ordinary World, yeah. and I'm going to play Too Much Information. Okay. It just rocks. I so know. I wanted to play that. Something about this album I felt was just a good blend of rock and funky and dancey thoughtful and, and yeah, ballady. Yeah, it's, just, it's it's got it all. Because you have the other ballad. I do, and that of course would be Come, Come Undone. Undone. And with it, with this album, they they have literally they have two new songs. After ten years, they have two songs that will never leave the set list. Right. With yeah. Ordinary World and Come, Come Undone. Undone. Yeah. So here we go. It's also the last time they hit top 10 hits was this album. Wow. wow. But I still I still feel that after 10 years they have two top 10 hits, you really cement your place in 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 rock music yeah. history which is going to allow you to you know to tour forever. I mm-hmm. mean, even if you don't make any new music, even if you want to be one of those bands that just goes out and plays the hits every summer, you can you can do that. You can have a career. You can you can still make money right, yeah. playing music. Yeah. This is what cracks me up. Not cracks me up. <laughs> shocking. Not shocking. Ordinary World went to number three. Come Undone went to number seven. And then the song that I played, that Too Much Information, mm. only could get up to 45. Ooh, wow. You would think that people would be riding the wave. I mean, yeah. I know it's different from the other two songs. Yeah. But you would, I don't know. But you Singles think like are something fickle. a bit like uh, more upbeat would, yeah. would score like, higher. Yeah, it's weird. I guess they were smart though to release two, uh, two ballad things back to back. They're just really good uh, songs. Here's my next uh, my next one off Duran Duran. is, uh, And I love that they just named it Duran Duran because that was like, yeah. we're, we're, it's a rebirth. It's a new beginning. Yeah. Uh, the song's called Breath After Breath. Yeah, oh, this is a good one. Again, it's the drums that draw me to this one. Yeah. Do you know who the, the singer is, on the, the other singer on this song? I don't. 
I can look it up. This guy. Yeah? No, I mean, it's me. <laughs> Who has two thumbs and sings on this song with Simon LeBond? <laughs> this, this guy. Some people call this album the wedding album, but... It's got the wedding pictures yeah. on, the, on the front, which is it's a great album design. The cover is beautiful. See, I have a memory of who this is, but I don't want to say in case I'm wrong. His name is Milton, and then I can't pronounce his last name. Okay. Nascimento. That's okay. not who you were thinking. No, no one. Who do you think it was? Like Seal or someone? No, uh, who was the actor? Ruben Blades. Yeah. All right. For some reason, I had it in my head it was Ruben Blades. Who, That's who we're was, thinking of. Right? That's a he guy. He was. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on. He's on somebody's album. Is that Sting? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I think he's on Sting. I think he sings like on something like "They Dance Alone." Oh, okay, okay, one of those yeah. Songs. That's that's what I'm getting confused with. Okay. All right, then then it's weird to me that after they they have you know a rebirth, some success, and so now they they kind of make a, a left turn here in '95. They release a covers album. R- right, right. Which I mean, let's just play. Let's not play four songs off this. Can you just okay. pick one of your two, and I'll pick one of my two? Um, or do you want to play both of yours? If you no, want to, you can. Just, let's just do White Lies, because... Okay, you want to hear White Lies. And who, yeah. who is... This is originally by who? Oh. Uh, do you know? That, no. Well, that's no good. <laughs> no. I'll find I thought... Well, here, so here's the thing. The I album's thought, called Thank You. Yes, so they're they're thanking the musicians. That's, that's lovely. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to find out, and then and then I'll let you... I thought, because they played this... The original, uh, the original artist was Mel... Mel Mel. I don't even oh. know who that is. Mel Mel? Mel Mel, M E L L E, and then last name is M E L. Oh, Melly Mel, is it Melly Mel? Mel? Oh, oh, I don't know. I'm sorry, Mel- I'm interrupting Melly- you. Oh all. no no no, uh, uh, I, I thought because I had never heard it before, so I thought it was their song. Oh okay, well that's then th- then that's actually good because if you can do a cover of a song and make people think it's your own, then maybe you're doing something good. Yeah. All right, let's listen to White Lines. I can see why you would think that. other tracks on that album because there were a couple that really surprised me. they do uh they do a lou reed song called perfect day they do watching the detectives elvis costello lay lady lay by bob dylan yeah like lay lady lay like what who covers that as a rock song it's weird uh yeah. crystal ship by the doors and then this one the one i picked is by led zeppelin and this is what the album was named after too this song yeah. it's called thank you yeah but this was um this seems so out of the norm for Duran Duran to yeah. cover a Led Zeppelin song. So here we go. If the song feels too shy, I would still be loving you. The mountains crumble 
to cover Zeppelin. I mean, Hart can do it. Yeah. Uh, but it's really, it's difficult. It's just, it is. And I appreciate that they wanted to, but it doesn't quite hit the mark for me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, covers albums are tough. I don't, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a real fan. Yeah. I mean, yeah. rarely do I hear one that, that I'm like, oh, this is great. These, these guys really did something different with the songs. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, actually... That said, I think one of my favorite cover albums, um, I, I just went to see it performed live um, a couple of months ago in London. It's um, The Spirit of Talk Talk, which was a cover of Talk Talk songs. Oh, wow. Which was And who did it? Phenomenal. Who, who was performing all, this? It was all different artists. Um, Joan is Policewoman, I think was my favorite out of that. Now I've heard of that band, but I don't know their music. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's it's rock. It's quiet. It's a little piano. It. Do you go? How many? How often do you go see something theater or sh- concert or show? Uh, several times a month. Several times a month. Yeah. And do you go by yourself? Do you get a uh, both? So I've I've got a, a theater group mm-hmm. that uh, we all go, um, which is fantastic because somebody's always on the tickets. You got to get them before they they sell out. You know. Um, we're getting ready to go see To Kill a Mockingbird in London. Nice. Like, Who's in it? Crazy. Who's starring in it? Simon Pegg. No, not quite. Uh, uh, Reese. Witherspoon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she plays Scout. <laughs> Actually, she plays Atticus. That would be, it's a little twist. Okay, you know? so who's in it? Who's? Uh, 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 Reese Iffins, I think. The, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that. Yeah, I knew who that guy, I, yeah. I know who that guy is. I see him. I can see him. Right, and then the the script has been adapted and updated by um, uh, West Wing. Uh, Sorkin. Yeah, Sorkin. Wow, there'll be a lot of talking. Yes, there. A lot of walking. Yes, a lot of talking. Lots of words. That's cool. I like that you go out and 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 are, are enjoying the surroundings. Oh yeah. Do you know your way around London better than you knew your way around Chicago? Ooh, that's a good question. That's. Ooh, that's a tough one because I got to the point because I was driving around doing singing telegrams mm-hmm. all the time. I could get to an address without a map. Oh, okay. That's But it's great. a grid system. So yeah, yeah. that helps because you know which, you know, mm-hmm. Western is 2800 and, yeah. you know, you know all of those, the grids. But London, London, I can still get around usually without a map, but then there's always something that's in some little tiny ancient side street right. that I've never heard of. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I, I know L.A. way better. I mean, L.A. is like, it's all spread out, Hollywood yeah. and Santa yeah. Monica. But I, I, way better than I ever knew Chicago. Oh, really? Way better. Because I was never, when I was oh. in Chicago, mm. you know, they needed, uh, the, the, the demand for stand-ups was large. So we started working pretty quickly. So mm. it seemed like I was always away from Chicago. Mm-hmm. So. Right, so just you chugged were, your last uh, last bit of champagne. Glug, glug, glug. I, I glugged it and I, I, I swallowed loudly. See, I would burp then if I glugged it. Really? Oh, well, just give it a moment. 1997. Now, you do not have anything from this album. This is Medazzle Land. Right. 
and here they they do a they do an homage to where they got their name. This song is called Electric Barbarella. Do you know oh, this song? Yeah, yeah, of course do you know I do. This song? Of course I do. Barbarella should sound like. Yes, you're right. That's true. You gotta hand it to Nick Rhodes. He really, really knows how to bring in the, the all of the, the um, uh, synthesizer, the program sounds. And it's also, uh, I should let everybody know if you don't know, John Taylor only plays on four tracks. He is, he's on his way out of the band at this point. Ooh. He's um, Oof. he's moving on. Did he move to L.A.? Yeah, he lives yeah. in L.A. right now. Yeah. I, if, I could, I, if I could find uh, contact info, I would definitely be trying to get him on the show. Yeah. And then I would never air this episode. I would do a whole new Durander. <laughs> no, because with him we could talk about he did he did nine and a half week soundtrack and you know he did he did other stuff. So yeah. and then we would sprinkle in, you know. A little I, I, well, I would find I would find all the songs that I had a hot bass line. Oh. Or else I might ask him to curate the, the set <gasps> ooh, list. That's ooh, John that's, Taylor's personal yeah, playlist. Personal playlist, exactly. Oh, that'd be Put good. that on Spotify. Okay. Uh, the other song I picked from this album, Medazzle Land, is Out of My Mind. Light a candle, lay flowers at the door For those who are left behind and the ones who've gone before Here it comes now I just felt this had a more Duran Duran sound yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. follows rain, the taste of you upon my lips the fingers you, To me, this is more compelling than The Liberty. Music as yeah. it kills me where I lay. Who am I to resist? I just agree with something I don't agree with. <laughs> I just, yeah, I no, no, liberty. I really like liberty. I do that a lot, and then I'll get someone will email and go, Hey, uh, when you had this person on and they talked about this album, you said, Yeah, and I remember you saying that you hated that album. And it's like, well, sometimes I'm trying to be a polite host. <laughs> And sending me this email, you dick bag, isn't very nice. I never say that. Wow. I try to answer all emails. I wish I had that much free time. Um, then next up, they they leave Capitol Records and they get signed to Hollywood Records, which is Disney's label. Were you at Disney during this period? No. Of course you weren't. No. Wait. Um, this is 2000. Yes, I was there. Hollywood Records. The album is called Pop Trash. Let me see. I don't even know if Warren's on there. No, it is. It's Simon Warren and Nick. And then uh, who's playing bass? I don't see who. Oh, Warren's playing bass in, oh, see, in the he's studio. He's multi-talented. He's doing a lot of stuff. Warren, like Warren, could essentially be Duran Duran all by himself. That's right. Maybe that's why that's they right. picked him out. What if Warren, and, Warren, and Andy Taylor should do an album together? <laughs> this is X Duran. This song is called "Someone Else, Not Me." On rock solid. I guess you've known it for a while. 
There's elements of Duran Duran here, but it's not quite Duran Duran. Like, if you said this was an Oasis song, I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah, it does sound a lot more. It's very slow. I'm not really a fan of the pop trash. No. So, so I, would you say that pop trash is your least favorite? Yeah, I think pop trash is the least favorite. And then they follow it up in 2004 with one of my favorite Duran Duran albums. Oh, I love I this album so much. It's so good. Astronaut is incredible. Yeah. You get the whole band back together. You're getting the band back together. Mm. <laughs> getting the whole band back together. So there's an energy there. We got Nile Rodgers is in there doing some oh, of the producing. Dallas Austin. They they they're they're uh, they're ready. They're invigorated. They're ready to take over the world again. Well, it's always fun when you get the band back together. That's true. And what's your for you? But you don't you didn't pick any songs off this album. No, this this was the one where I was like, you know what? I I need to listen to it again. Right. And it is not on Spotify. Oh, well, that's weird. Well, this was this was the first single, and I love this song. And this is "Reach Up," uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, "Reach Up for the Sunrise," which would have been my pick. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, this is fantastic. The music's between us, though the night seems young. Is that an end? Only change will bring you out of the darkness in this moment. Everything is born again. Reach up for the sunrise. Put your hands into the big sky. You can touch the sunrise. Feel a new day enter your life. Reach up for the sunrise. Put your hands into the big sky. So good. It's so, and, and this is kind of a turning point again in the music where so much of it is really positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reach up for the sunrise. Yeah. What could be more positive than that? Yeah, so it, you you feel happy listening yeah. to this this song. It is a happy song. It's an upbeat song. Super happy. Put this in your on your treadmill tunes. Yeah. Well, this actually the playlist the the songs that I sent you I turned into a playlist. Ah. And uh, I run to it. Oh, good. And it's great running music. How uh Except ordinary worlds, but slow. You know, yeah, that's when you. Yeah, it's a cool I, down. That's more that's of a, a cool, cool down. down. Yeah. How far do you Stretching. run? How many miles do you put in? Uh, so at least once a week, I run ten k. At least once a week. Are you really insane? Yes. And once then, a week, you run a ten k. Yeah. Yeah. That's, at least once a week. That's six. Twice. That's six point two miles. It is six point two miles. Yeah. Once a week, you do this. Yeah. How long does that take you? Mm, about an hour. What are you crazy? Yeah. And what's a normal? What's just a normal running day? What's not a good running day? Like, eh. Uh, well, so then if I run not a 10K, then mm-hmm. usually in the middle of the week, like when I'm working, then I'll run a 5K. Okay. A and this is your this is your sole uh, form of exercise? No, I also do yoga. You do some then yoga? Just stretch. And do you bang the weights around? I do a little bit of weights, yeah. For toning? For tone, yeah. Because, you know, do a couple- running doesn't do all that much for your arms. Yeah. Did you ever think about running with a- couple of like three pounders in your hands yeah but i like to take pictures of stuff while i'm that's running, right so you do I take a pic oh look i just passed a yeah, petunia bush yeah yeah, right. oh, look yeah. At this. Oh, look at cactus uh, i'm just saying stuff that uh, yeah just don't really have cactus no, in london not at so, all yeah. uh, changing of the guard uh, right. oh it's a queen 
I just got a text from uh, from Pete Schwab, a Chicago person. Oh, Schwab. He said, uh, he's giving me a call in a couple of days. I said, cool, I'm recording a podcast episode with Darren McGarry. He said, hey, exclamation point, give her a big hug for me and say hi. Uh, I'm going to bed, is what he said, because he's in another time zone. So it's later he for him. Ends. Right, okay. Oh, okay, hi, Pete. Say, let's say, we'll do. Oh, we'll do. Oh, I love Pete Schwab. She said, fuck off. She said hi. <laughs> Nighty night, Pete. All right. uh, And then I'm going to do the title track off the album, which is called Astronaut. Andy Taylor on guitar. An acoustic one of that. Yes. Makes my hair stand up on end. Something alien happening. Synchronized but don't comprehend. Because where I stop, that's where you begin. Another moment I commit A pleasure rising when I take the hit And I'm addicted to the state you're in Cause you're getting me out of it Face and There's nothing gonna ace this I, uh, yeah, I, this is, I, I approve of this whole album. I yeah. love it. I think it's fantastic. I love when a band, I just burped. I love when a band gets back together and they actually put out something that's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. they did it. Though, it, I wonder why, it might, I guess it's a licensing thing or with the record company, why it's yeah, not Yeah, I don't know because the follow-up, uh, Red Carpet Massacre is also on the same label. I think it's mm. Epic Records. Yeah. Let me see. I don't know. Who knows why? Now, I will say this. I, I was so disappointed with Red Carpet Massacre. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was so excited for it. because I'm like, here we go. And mm-hmm. then, then I'm like, oh, Andy's not really on this record. And yeah. then I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like this very much. Yeah. But I'll hear what you have to bring. You brought the title track. Yeah, yeah. These two songs, I, I do like a lot. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's it. all bad, but yeah. I don't like the albums. The albums, right. it's got a couple highlights. Exactly. So it's it's one of remember back in the you know vinyl days when you had to buy the, the whole vinyl album? days are right now. <laughs> oh right. Okay, go ahead. To, when when you had to buy the whole collection, but maybe there's only two songs that you liked on it. Yeah. It felt like one of those. Yeah, like like when when I, I know what you mean. Like the single, you're like, oh my god, the single. And then, for example, and although I love this album, the John Waite album, uh, No Breaks, that has the song Missing You on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to, it's going to sound sexist. I know a lot of women, girls bought that album because of Missing You. Yeah. And then found that that's a kind of a heavy hard rock album. Yes. And they were probably like disappointed with, oh, I could have just bought the single. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that's my opinion. It's my sexist opinion. This is um, Red Carpet Massacre title track. running song is this on your running playlist it is on my running playlist see i like the fast songs yeah i I do too 
I, I like the fast and you know for running obviously yeah <laughs> um Run faster i wish he, i wish andy taylor would have taken part in that documentary yeah i mean he was in it a little bit but i feel like that was just file footage it yeah, didn't and, feel like it was new footage and he i think he was really drunk i do too I know. I, by the way i love his yeah. two solo albums well, yeah. there's Thunder, and then the other one's a covers album, but I kind of oh, right. like it. But mm-hmm. Thunder, I really love. And I can see, when I heard Thunder, I'm like, I can see why he wanted to leave Duran Duran for a while. This is totally so different. Do his own thing, um, yeah. I picked one song off of Red Carpet Massacre. I picked a song called Zoom In. Because of the drums. You understand I've been waiting forever. Come rain, come shine. In the wind, in the snow, in that's the not Roger. Right. You don't think that's Roger on drums? I think he's listed as the drummer. Is he? So that is Roger? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's see if there's any additional drums. Nope. It's all Roger. Now she arrives in a flaming crash like a falling. Roger's not leaving. He's no. Like, he's like, fuck, I'm the best looking guy now. I know. Why would I leave? These schlubs. <laughs> fuck these guys. I'm staying here. Do you think he knows he's the best looking guy? No. I think he's very, uh, I, he's I, don't, I, I don't think he probably ever thinks, ever thought he was good looking. He Aww. probably still thinks the other guys are, yeah. are amazing and he's just lucky to be there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you pick the next song. You pick, uh, you pick the one that features Justin Timberlake. <laughs> and that's why I picked it. No, it is not. It's a good song, though. Uh, it this is, was a single. It was a single, and it's another one of those kind of slow, reflective songs that reminds me a lot of Ordinary World. Let's hear it. It's falling down. really valuable lesson about myself in this podcast which is i am drawn to really hyperactive music and depressing ballads <laughs> depressing ballads but i mean that song compared to reach up for the sunrise i mean it's right. just it's just stupid ridiculous yeah. different yeah yeah very different very yeah. different okay then the next album i i like a lot from 2011 i like the uh, the song i mean the album called all you need is now mm. and you don't have any songs from that album this yeah there was another one, one that was like, uh, i couldn't yeah all right so I will play, uh, this is the, the title track. It's all up to you now. Find yourself in the moment. Go directly to the voodoo. Now the channel is open. Lose your head. Lose control. You come on delicate and fine like a diamond in the
Duran Duran, I think. Yeah, well, they were. They hooked up with uh, super producer Mark Ronson, and he, yeah. I think, steered them back to a more Duran Duran sound. So, so the, the, they were going back to the roots. Back to the roots. <laughs> the next one I picked off this album is called uh, "Too Bad You're So Beautiful." It's for Mike Siegel. <laughs> So funny, when I read that this came out in 2011, I feel like that was like a couple years ago, but it's Wait. nine years ago. I know. 2011 is nine years ago. Which, that's so strange. That is very strange. Coming up to their last proper studio album, Paper Gods, which I thought was a fantastic Loved album. It. Loved so it. So good. Yeah. Uh, again, I think they worked with Mark Ronson again, because they're smart. If something works, don't bring. Yeah, don't Mark Ronson, Nile Rodgers. Also so, helped out on this. This is a good album. I like it a lot. They did a signing of this album at uh, Amoeba Records here <gasps> in Los Angeles. Did you go? I didn't, but I bet it was crazy oh, packed. Man. Oh, the oh. signings usually coincide with when I need to pick uh, a child up at school because they, they don't <laughs> right. do them at night. They do them like in the, mid, like the middle of the day. Right in the middle yeah. of the day. So that's like if you, if you work down there, you're like, hey, I'm going to take my lunch late today. Right. Why? Duran Duran signing. What? Are you kidding? Yeah. But uh, yeah, Paper Gods, I like a lot. And your first track is? Yeah, Sunset Garage. Good tune. Or, no, sorry, sorry. Sunset Garage. Garage. Right. Yeah, let's get it right. <laughs> Oh, you forgot to tell me who's doing the theme to the new James Bond movie? You forgot to tell me. You were going to tell me and then you forgot? And then I forgot. Yeah, it's a... a, 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 My next song is Pressure Off featuring Janelle Monet. Monet? Is that how you say her name? How do you spell it? M-O-N-E-A? Yeah, she's a big deal. She's she's an actress and a singer and Niall Rogers is on this song. This is uh, Pressure Off. Oh, everybody's dancing. Yeah. You just gotta get up, right? Get up, get up. What's up, everybody? (laughs) This is a funky album. Yeah. It's It's a good tune. Yeah. down everybody take the pressure, pressure off. off come on and any song with the female vocals i t- 
pretend to love uh, of of Duran Duran. It's just it. really we understand you like the ladies. <laughs> this is your last tune on the pl- on yeah. your playlist okay. on your Duran this Duran playlist. This is it. What is it? Butterfly girl. Sure, because it's about a girl. Yeah, I know. I love the ladies. <laughs> She's on this track. Okay, so this is backup singers. These are just backup singers. Just the just the girls you like to call backup singers. <laughs> Twenty feet from stardom, man. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan sings on one of the songs, but not on this one. Oh, I think that's the one about the airport lounge, isn't it? Hold on, let me check. I almost picked that one just for fun. The song she sings on is called No Danceophobia. Yeah, 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 Which yeah. Which is fun. It's a fun it is song. a fun song. All right. My last song from this album is What Are the Chances? Any other day you might oh, you went ballad. I did. Oh, okay. I was not expecting that. a second look. Trying to change my luck Staring at the world And waiting for the one But the world won't look away The world does not explain So What are the such a good album it's a good album yeah and again that was five years ago yeah. and there's supposed to be new duran duran music in 2020 so they see always seem like a summer band to me so i would probably mm. i'm gonna say may or june is my prediction mm. yeah that makes sense i and that i think was solidified with rio i just associate them with seeing them on the beach and seeing them on tv yeah and cherry ice cream <laughs> I see what you did. <laughs> uh, the playout song is going to be a track, a studio track that they recorded for their live album, Arena. Oh, playout yeah, song is yeah. going to be, I'm not going to say it yet. Okay. I'm going to say it yet. Okay. What I'm going to say is, uh, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you, Pat. I've uh, had a blast. If I was going to, if you had to predict who might sing the new James Bond song. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not. I'm not. This isn't like a, I'm not trying to trick you. I'm because for me, here's who I got. Here's who I think. Yeah, it's Craig's last time as Bond. I right. think they might bring Adele back. Mm-hmm. But I also feel that maybe Lady Gaga, since she was so hot last year oh. with um, A Star Is Born, mm-hmm. and she's never done one. Right. I feel like. But then mm-hmm. I also feel mm-hmm. if 
They're going to go way hip and way out of the box. They might try this kid, Billie Eilish. Right. Right. Because so, I feel it's going to be a woman because it was Sam Smith last time. So right. they're going to go They're going to go for a woman this yeah, time. Yeah, I, so. would, I would assume that strongly. Yeah. Now, keep in mind from-, from So who what, is it? <laughs> From what from what our company does, we don't hear any of the. You don't music. know anything no, about it. No, no. But do you know where it takes place? Some of it. No. Vegas. Uh, no, I don't think so. It, it's I think Atlantis. It's in the trailer. I don't know. Tell me. I can't. Oh, you can't tell me where. Wait, you can't tell me where some of the film takes place. No, unless it's in the trailer. Oh, I don't, I know. don't know. I don't well, know. You if can it's in the you can tell me off mic though. Yeah. And I won't tell anyone. Okay. All right. You'll just the, tweet it. We are at two hours and 13 minutes and 57 seconds. Yeah. And sometimes at two, sometimes at two hours and 14 minutes, the file stops recording, but it's still recording oh, now. Okay. So I don't know what it is, but that's a good sign. Okay. Uh, all right. So thank you for being here. Anytime you. you are in town, you got to let me know and we'll record all the time. Yay. We'll just do it. That. Thank you, Pat. All right. Thank you, Dara. Thank you, Duran Duran. And let's play out with a little bit of Wild Boys. Your turn.